worship him again and again and again and thank him and say, Lord, we are grateful. Let's thank him and magnify his name and say, Lord, we give you all the glory, we give you all the honor, we worship you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father, for tonight. Thank you for the month of December. Thank you because you are good to us. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, we worship you. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Father, this month has been declared as a month of thanksgiving and uh, testimony and celebration. Let it happen to us that all of us, we have a reason to celebrate in the name of Jesus. You give us the privilege of dancing, the dancing of joy in the name of Jesus. Lord, every day of this month will be loaded with good news for us in Jesus' name. What we have tacked impossible, you make it possible. By your miracle in the name of Jesus. We will not lack joy in the name of Jesus. You will give us reason to be happy in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. If you believe that, shout hallelujah. Please be seated. God bless you in Jesus' name. This month has been declared as a month of thanksgiving and celebrations. This is your month of thanksgiving and celebration. And you become the celebrant in the name of Jesus. And you'll be the reason why we are rejoicing in Jesus' name. Because no evil news will enter your house in Jesus' name. Rather, it will be credit alert upon credit alert upon credit alert upon credit alert upon your phone in the name of Jesus. You will not lack the good things of life in Jesus' name. And God will do it even this weekend in Jesus' name. So shall it be in Jesus' name. So we have been talking about how to praise the Lord, how to worship the Lord. We talk about so many things about how to praise the Lord. I think we started with praising the Lord with a grateful heart on Sunday. And I said, have a reason to thank God. Develop a feeling of thanksgiving. Don't develop a feeling of sadness and understand the benefit of thanksgiving. And on Wednesday, I said, praise the Lord with a joyful heart. Have wisdom to be happy. And uh, have faith and have hope. And number two, have a sense of love that God loves you. And we talk about praise the Lord with a heart of celebration. With a heart of celebration. How many has the mind that anytime we are praising the Lord, we are celebrating. We are not mourning. And I said, celebrate with what? With provision of God in your life. Celebrate with your family and celebrate with what? With testimony of what God has done. Today, I will be talking on praising the Lord with all your strength. You say, ah, you must always have wanting to praise the Lord with. Praise the Lord with all your energy and with all your strength. And I pray God will give us the ability to worship God in the name of Jesus. You know, the dead people cannot praise God. It's only the living that will praise God. Mark chapter 12, verse 29 to 30. Mark chapter 12, verse 29 to 30. Mark 12. Mark 12, 29 to 30. You know, was looking for this when Jesus said, 
Okay, let's read from verse 28. And one of the scribes came and having heard them reasoning together and perceiving that he had answered them well, asked him, which is the first commandment of all? Which one is the first commandment of all? We are reading on verse 28. And Jesus answered him, the first of all the commandments is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. Verse 30. Thou shalt and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and what? And with all thy mind, and with all thy strength. This is the first commandment. Another one, this is the first and the greatest commandment. Okay, let me read to verse at one so that I say I stop on the way. He said, And the second is namely, Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. There is none other commandment greater than this. What God is saying here is that you will serve the Lord your God with all your strength, with all your energy, with everything that you have. Praising God with your strength. That's what I want to talk about tonight. Praising God with your strength. That's anytime you are praising God, you are not reserving your energy. You are using every energy that you have, not only to move your body, but to move your voice and to be active. Praising the Lord with all your strength. When the devil, devil tempted Jesus on the mountain after the fasting, Jesus told the devil, Thou shalt worship the Lord your God, and only him shall you serve. When he said, bow down and worship me. Matthew chapter, chapter 4, beginning from verse 10. He said, only him you must serve. And here he's talking to the teachers that the first and the greatest commandment is that you will serve the Lord your God with all your strength, with all your energy, with all your mind. Say to yourself, say, I will serve the Lord my God with all my strength. Say, I will serve the Lord my God with all my strength, with all my mind, with all my might, with all my energy in the mighty name of Jesus. What God wants us to do is that anytime we come before him, we should serve him with all our strength that we have. And as a man, he so his strength. So your age, maybe your ability, determine your strength. That's what uh, they told Gideon when Gideon asked one of his sons to kill his enemy. And the Bible said the boy was a young man. He couldn't do it. And they say, fall on us yourself. For as a man is, so is his strength. So God is saying, in your capacity, in your strength, serve the Lord, your God, with all your strength. Supposing you are dancing for God now, you should be able to say, Praise the name of the Lord. That is, I'm just saying, with your strength, you should serve the Lord. And if you are small, they will say, the way he is, is using everything within him or her to serve the Lord and to praise God. And I pray for you tonight that you not fail God. You will serve the Lord with all your strength in the name of Jesus. So anytime we come to church, we have not come to watch other people dance. They are not dancing for you. So why are you a spectator? You, have not, you must not watch other people singing. You are not their supervisor. So why are you just watching them? Anytime people come to church, they are coming to dance to their God. And you are not the moderator. God is the judge of, for God is the one that we are dancing to. So and we must all respect him and worship him and serve him with all our strength. All of us, anytime we come to church, we should concentrate. 
I wish that the church is full and I'm able to say this because most people in the place of service, maybe, maybe they are doing one thing or the other in the church, from the ushers to every other unit, they get distracted that they don't actually worship the Lord in service. They are busy serving other, but they don't serve the Lord. They are busy serving other people, they don't serve the Lord. Now, when you come to the Lord's house, you are coming to worship God. And the Bible says, if you serve the Lord, it will bless your bread and your water. So if you now serve the Lord with all your strength and all your soul and all your mind, it will bless everything around you so that none of the diseases of the Jesus will be upon you. God wants us to serve him with all our strength. I pray again, you will not fail God in the mighty name of Jesus. Don't be strong in other activity. And when it comes to praises or worshiping God, you are weak. You become passive. But when it comes to running up and down, doing some other activity, and I don't want to mention one particular, you are now active. But when you come to church, you become a cold fish, the one that is coming from cold room. And you now begin to watch other people doing everything they are doing. Don't forget that God is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. When you are somebody that is committed to worship, you get yourself lost in his presence, God will reward you. You know, uh, we are not serving an high priest that cannot be touched with the feeling of an infirmity. And we are not serving a God that cannot see. It's called Jehovah Uri. Jehovah that sees. So he sees your heart, he sees your activity. The Bible says, God is a God of all knowledge, and with him, all actions are way. God is weighing your action. Whether you are actually giving me energy or not. I've seen some people, especially in the school, that when it comes to school fellowship like this, they just become very quiet and dull, especially among the students. I'm still watching some of them that are with us here. But you know, on TikTok, there is nowhere they cannot dance. But when they come to church, they don't behave as if they are a mortuary. They'll be looking like this. Stand up and let us praise God. They will look like this. Let us clap our hands. They will behave as if they are not human beings. But they now go to the corner of their room, place a camera, and say, Mole, save ye dollar. They now begin to dance and see all man. Do now know that they are actually you know, that they are active and they are loud. But when it comes to church, they are not active. God is not against your activity. But God wants you also to serve him with your strength. Remember, God is a jealous God. Though. He's a jealous God. If you are doing for other things what you cannot do for him, God will be jealous. He's a jealous God. So watch it and be careful. Serve God with your strength. He said, that is the first and the greatest commandment. That is the first and the greatest commandment. That is the first and the greatest commandment. What does that mean? Anything you cannot give to God, don't give to any man. God is first. First above all. First above all. Praise God. God is looking at your heart. What does it mean to serve the Lord with our strength? Serve the Lord with a clear conscience. Serve the Lord with a clear conscience. First John chapter 3, verse 21 to 22. 
Let your conscience be light. Let it be clear. Let it be clean. People that carry clear conscience, they find it easy to dance with their body. People that carry conscience that is roughful, sinful, and way with body. Even when they are church, their mind is doing astral travel. They are not with us. Because their mind is evil. If your mind is good, your conscience will be clear. When your conscience is clear, you will dance and forget yourself. And you worship the Lord. Because your body is light. If your conscience is perverse, and your conscience is way with bodies of sin, and no manner of evil, you will discover that you cannot serve God. Beloved, if our heart does not condemn us, we have confidence towards God. Another one says, if our NIV, New Living Translation says, if our conscience is clear, we have boldness and confidence towards God. Anytime we approach church, we have boldness, we have confidence, we are active, we are mobile, we are dancing, we are glad. Because we have a clear and clean conscience. But if we come to church with a condemned conscience, we become weighed down. When we are weighed down, when other people are dancing, we can't dance. Because we have gotten ourselves involved in one evil or the other. That is why a sinner can never enjoy church. That's why they don't enjoy God. Because as they are entering the church, the devil is accusing them. Killing them from their innermost being, from their conscience. He's telling them, you are entering now. You are entering church. You know me and you know each other. You know you. And as one to dance to praise God, he will weigh you down with armor or condemnation and pull you down and say, you can't dance. You can't talk here. To the extent that when they enter church, instead of being happy, they become fearful. Their heart is doing big, 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 big. And maybe God wants to catch you. And the pastor say, there is somebody here. He say, hey, he has seen something about me. <laughs> Maybe it's my name they want to mention. God appear, appear to Adam and Eve in the garden. And they heard his voice and ran away. They didn't run towards him. God was asking. God did not say, where is your sin? God was asking. Adam and Eve, where are you? And they said, we heard your voice. We are running. We are not running towards you. We are running away. We are hiding. Because we were afraid. He said, afraid of what? He said, because we were naked. He said, who told you we are naked? He said, is it not serpent? Is it not the woman? Is it not? God has not even condemned them. Their conscience was weighing them down. So they could not worship God with strength. Always come to God with a clear conscience. Clear yourself of every bitterness, of every debris. Of every evil. Clear yourself. Don't be somebody that is always weighed down with evil thoughts. Kill every evil seed. Kill every evil seed. And there are some of you also here. God is giving you an instruction with patience. Not with hardship. He said, stop doing this thing. Stop this thing. I don't like it. Stop doing this thing. I don't like it. Stop watching this film. Or stop seeing this pornographic picture. Or God is just telling you. It's not that somebody is, is talking to you. It's not even as if I mentioned it on the podium. But God is the one that is speaking to you in your heart. And you had a dream about it. And God is speaking to your conscience. 
And if you keep on disobeying, your conscience will be weighed down. It will be burdened like a load. Not because I preach it, but because you know God is speaking to you against, and you refuse to change. So your body will not move when we are worshiping. Your strength is reduced because you have been weighed down by condemnation. He said, if our conscience is clear, whatever we ask from God, we receive. Because we have strength, we have boldness. You see the youths of our time, when it comes to social media, they are active. But when it comes to the things of God, they are cold. Because they are heavily loaded with weight of sin. Heavily, most of them, they can go to conference, go to church, go to everywhere. But deep inside them, they look like a mumu. As somebody that has been caged. They are under limitation of condemnation. Their conscience is heavily plagued with thought of sin. And because their conscience is not clear, they are weak in their body. They can't exercise things for God. Anytime they are exposed, or God is putting them on stage to work for God, to do things for God, they cannot exhibit their strength. The Bible says the glory of a young man is in his strength. How can a young person be singing and he's not jumping? Somebody is pressing him down. Something is pressing his conscience. His conscience is wavy with every metal of iron. Telling him you can't jump here. You are excited but yet you are cold. Your feet can't move. May the Lord deliver us from every evil conscience. Watch it. Not that they, they are not active now. You can play ball and play ball in eternity. You can do activity. You can do activity. Most of the time, when I come in the evening and the youth in our midst are, are cleaning the church, they are active, dancing and everywhere. But when people are around them, adults are around them, on Sunday they become... I plead blood of Jesus upon your conscience. Are you hearing me? So many years ago, in Overcoma, you know, I, I, I've been used to pastoring youths. Anytime we have Bible study, and we have asked people to read, when a particular brother picked the Bible to read, the old spirit will start laughing. I say, why, why are you laughing? Now? Anytime you want to say something, at a time, he stopped talking. Come to Bible school, just look like this. I say, why? Allow him to talk now. They say he can't talk. You don't know him in school. It's another thing in school. You want to behave like a Christian in church now. That's why we are laughing him down. We are not laughing to raise him up. We are laughing to discourage him. Because they know each other. They know each other now. You can fake us because we don't know you. But somebody that knows you. If you see the person that know you, we have, you, have, you have committed an atrocity. You will bring down yourself. It's like you meet somebody that you are hoeing and you are preaching prosperity. <laughs> you say, my God is a good God. He's a provider. He's I supply all your needs. You say, where is my money? <laughs> so you, you become quiet. God wants you to serve him with your strength. So have a clear conscience. And know no man after the flesh. 
my conscience is clear. I have not robbed any man. I have not cheated any man. I stand before God with a clear conscience. That's the way God wants us to operate. So that we can be bold. We can have confidence towards God. Confidence towards God will give you strength in a place of praises. Confidence towards God. You are approaching God with boldness and confidence. And you are happy. You are singing with all your strengths. That was the kind of dance that David did. And uh, somebody said, don't you know you are a king? Why are you dancing like that? See, my conscience is clear. That's the reason why God promoted me. I don't care who is looking at me. He said, can't you know that your sketch was moving? I don't care. I have a clear conscience. I'm dancing to, go, to God. I'm not using it to entice any man or for any man to look at me. My conscience is clean. Clear conscience gives you boldness towards God. First Timothy chapter 2 verse 8. We are going to talk three things to, to praise the Lord with all our strength. And I want us to praise God with our strength beginning from tonight in Jesus' name. First Timothy chapter 2 verse 8. I desire therefore that the men pray everywhere, lifting up holy hands without rot and doubting. I desire that when we come together, we have a confidence of righteousness and holiness without doubting, without rot. Without anger and without doubting God. I desire that when men come to God and they lift up holy hand with a clear conscience, they are not doubting the integrity of God and they are not angry at all. There's no anger in them. So your strength will manifest. Praising God with all your strength. Okay. Number two way to praise God with all our strength is to praise God with all our glory and your best position possible. You are praising God with everything possession possible. Everything that God has given you with, you are praising God with all your glory. Isaiah chapter 43 verse 7. The Bible says, everyone that is called by my name, I have created him for my glory. Every glory that God has given you, every glory that you carry is your strength. Your glory is your strength. So when you come to God and want to worship him, you are worshipping with all your glory. Every glory that God has adorned you with. You are not shekaku. As a professor, you are worshipping God as a, with all the glory. They say, sir, don't you know you are a professor? Say, yes. That is why I'm worshipping God with all my glory. You are a king. I'm a king. I know I'm a king. That's why I'm worshipping God. Sir, don't you know you are not a small boy? He said, I'm not a small boy. That is why I'm worshiping, worshiping God. You are worshiping God with all your glory and all your possible possessions. Everything, everything that God has decorated you with. That's the way God wants it. That is worshiping God with all your strength. Because your strength is in your glory. In who you are, your entirety. You are using it to worship God. You are giving everything back to God. Everything back to him. Because when it comes to God, there is nobody that has a class that can compare with him. It does not matter. We may respect you, but God does not respect any man by his position. Are you hearing me now? 
If a king entered this place now, he's still a child to God. Abi, how will you compare the age of somebody that is ageless <laughs> to somebody that is bound by time? How will you compare somebody that is thrown is forever to somebody that has tenor? Can you compare them? Even president of the world don't reign till eternity. They reign for a season. So God is nobody's mate. So you worship him with all your strength. Everything that he has given you. All your possible possession. And the heart will fear. That is your full strength. Because they know you. In fact, there are some people, because they want to worship God very well, they say, sir, what can I do in church? Can I be this? And they'll be doing things that you consider as very small. That even young people will not do. They say they want to serve God in that capacity. And when people see mighty men with all the glory doing that thing for God, they will be amazed that they are doing it for the Lord. And the young people will learn and say, ah, if somebody like this is doing this for God, how much more me? Who am I? Not to dance, not to roll, not to do this. Worship God with all your glory. Job 36 verse 11. If they serve him, if they serve him very well, they will spend their days. If they obey and serve him very well, they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasure. If you serve God with all your glory, all your days will be in prosperity and pleasure. That is when you are doing well. Use all everything you have to serve him that way. Then all the days of your life will be in pleasure and prosperity. Because the only reason why men go down is when they refuse to serve him. I had somebody on, on the, on the is it video or TV yesterday saying that uh, he's speaking with all integrity. That God has told him that you are 2024. 20, that uh, it's going to be tough. That uh, you see husband and wife and the children losing job. Nonsense. Absolute. A Christian that is serving God can never lose his job. How can you lose your job? What are you talking about? You can't be serving God and lose your job. Your job can only lose you. Because when you leave that job, you become a job creator. You are a blessing to your company. You are a blessing to your company. How can you say to somebody like Baba Debo or Bishop Debo that he lost his job, the children and the family? It will be better for him to lose that job safe now. Even men, men that were not even known, the entire family are fed by the idea that God gave them. That is the original plan of God. You are a blessing to your employer. There is no way 2024 will not be better than 2023. God does not plan even for his children. I see many people in the church. Come on, let nobody scare you. There is no place like you losing your job. You can never, never, mark my word, lose your job. It's not possible. Because you are the reason why things are happening in your job. If you lose that job, your job has lost you. You are going to become the job. 
That's the way God has ordained it. You can never, never lose your job. It's not possible. You are a blessing in so many ways. You are a blessing. Because there is a grace factor at work in your life. You are a blessing. He said, I will bless you for your sake. Anyone that bless you shall be blessed. Anyone that causes you shall be caused. And through you, all the generations of the heart shall be blessed. Your family is blessed because of you. Your organization is blessed because of you. Come on. Let's, let's believe this thing. That is what God said. That is his word. That is his word. I have been saying this thing for long ago. I told them at the library then. I said, I am the reason why things are happening in this library. One time I wrote that I've been using this my table for long. I wanted to change this table for me. I need a new table, a new setting, a new chair. Change my office. I've been using it for long. When you stay in an office for too long, the, the office becomes... Uh, you have been using a particular table for long. I say, change the table. They say, ah, I have to direct to the FISI. I directed the end of the FISI. The FISI directed to the physical planning. The physical planning man look at the letter and say, who is this guy? How can somebody say he doesn't like his table and settee again that he wants his office to be changed? Who does he think he is? What kind of letter is this? He look at it to... He wrote me back. He said they should look into the store of the college and look for the old table that the provost has used before and replace it with the one I'm using and the, the chair the provost has written. They say I have a letter from Gumashon. I, I say me. He used the table that somebody has packed into the store. I say throw it away, put it away. I behave as if nothing has happened. So I went to Gumashon. I say, ah, Pastor, I saw your letter. You see my reply. Motinika was tough when I say me. They should look for the old table and chair for me to replace the one I'm using. I say I'm not interested. And I walk past him. And you know, because of the kind of power that he has, a portioning table, people like to worship him. But I don't care. I I say put it away. So they put the letter away. About two weeks later, so people came. I don't know from where. They said that we are from Ted Fund. They said we should change your table and your chair and your cutting and everything that you want to be changed. I said, where do you get it? They said the proposal has been written a long time ago. We don't know why they have not changed the table and chair. And some of the office that you want them to change. They said, look at them. When I wrote that I desire a change, God knows that this is which I said, oh yeah, change everywhere, all the cutting. So I throw the table away. They change everywhere. And they are now saying, it's because we have connection. I say, it's no connection. That is what I want. That's what I want. And I told my staff, I am the reason why things are happening here. If I leave this place, wherever I get to, things will still be happening around me. Things will still be happening. I can never lose my job. Never. My job can only lose me. Do you understand what I'm saying now? So worship God with all the glory that God has given to you. You are not limited. All the glory, all the possession, everything that God has given to you, you used to worship him. 
And as you keep worshiping God, you will never go down. The path of the just is like a shining light. All your glory, everything, all your possession, use it to worship him. Your position is always going higher and higher and higher and higher. And that's what your portion will be in life in Jesus' name. Are you saying amen very well? Year 2024 will be a year of supernatural glory. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. The kind of glory you have never seen around your family, that's what you are going to see. You go higher and higher in the name of Jesus. You as a person will never know inflation. You will never know lack. You will never know what they meant by the dollar value economy. You will leave heaven on hearts. And you will do exceedingly well. That is the mind of God for you. Every time there was farming, God was always catering for his own people. In Egypt, they dwell in Goshen. God is always catering for his own. And God will take care of you in Jesus' name. Malachi chapter 1 verse 14. Praise God with full glory and all your possible best earthly possessions. Full glory. That's how to worship God with your strength. Your glory is in your strength. But cause be the deceiver who has in his flock a male and take a fowl, but sacrifice to the Lord what is blemish. God said, I will cause a man that has something that is good and is using something that is blemish to give the Lord. Because anytime you are worshiping God, God wants your full glory, your best. Look at what he says. Cause be that deceiver who has in his stock a male and takes a fowl, but sacrifice to the Lord what is blemish. For I am a great king, says the Lord of hosts, and my name is to be feared among all nations. Fear means, yeah, my name is to be worshipped among all nations. Are you hearing me tonight? God said, I cause a man that come to me and deceive order as if he has nothing. He say, ah, taba worship to the When you are coming to church, you wear a torn dress. So that everybody will think that you are poor, whereas you are rich. Or when you are coming to church, you park your car far away. You say, I don't want them to know that I have a car. If they know that I have a car, ah, in our church, so you come with your leg. You say, ah, how is the economy? Ah, oh, Leo. You know that as you are saying it, you are deceiving people. As for you, but so that people won't expect anything from you, you are confessing what other people are confessing. The Bible says, Cause be the man that is deceiving other people, mimicking poverty when it comes to give to the Lord. They can give good things to themselves, but when it comes to giving to the Lord, they deceive. You see, this is what happened to Ananias and Savira. That is not the mind of God for you. When you are coming to church and God has been good to you, forget about the economy, to you, worship the Lord with full glory. Lord, I am grateful for the life that you have given me. And I'm not going to hide it. Don't hide it. 
God has blessed you. Why are you hiding it? If somebody has you for money and you don't want to give them, sorry, I don't have to give you. It, it can kill you. Or you think tomorrow too you are going to beg. You will never going to beg in Jesus' name. That's the truth. So, worship God with your full glory. If God blesses you, worship him with full glory. Full glory. Don't be coming to church and be looking for change. It's even come to a time that people will give offering to church and be asking the other. About me say 500. If we mean four hits. 29. Look at the number last year. Yeah, yeah, people. Yeah, people. I was in church. One of my sons or daughter's wedding. One of the officers, officers ministers. And they were calling the offering. And even on the water, they were asking the officer, Ebansa, Ebansa. Whatever you want to give, make up your mind at home. The offering you want to give the Lord. Don't turn the house of God to a money changer. Prepare your mind and say, I want to give God 1,000. I want to give God 500 and give it a heart of joy. Don't turn church to a place where you say, eh, actually, there was a time I preached <laughs> against this. People tried to collect change in church. And one particular brother I will not forget. After he gave the offering, he will come and say, have you saw my money for offering? Oh, what that? <laughs> he said, Oh, Lord, but both money part time was to give for free, but don't go transfer me as a man. I didn't have my bar change, so be fair. So, listen, the first time you know, I'm always excited. I said, Oh, glory to God, I'm gonna give you how much do you need for your transport? 500 I gave to you. So, the second time he came, I said, How much did you give as an offering? That's what I asked him. Then he became quiet. <laughs> because I remember the money I gave him the first time. It's more than even the offering that he gave. Yahoo people. So he said, actually, I say, how much? I want to refund you. Then he became cold. I said, don't give offering again. Don't. We don't need your offering. Anytime you want to give offering, give it willfully and don't come to me for transport money. If you don't have any offering to give, just dance and say, Lord, <laughs> Lord, that's the way it is. What? Don't, don't behave like a poor person in church and get somewhere and become now free and you are now doing whatever you want to do. Be open. If God has blessed you, Give God whatever you want to give him. Don't behave like a poor person. Do you understand what I'm saying at all? When we are worshipping God with our strength, we are worshipping God and praising him with our full glory. Full glory. In our different levels. In our different levels. And nobody should remain poor forever in church if God is blessing you. If you are worshipping a true God, you move from one level of glory to another level of glory. The Bible says, as we behold him in a glass, we are all being transformed from glory to glory by the Spirit of Not the same level. If you are the same level for years, ah, we have left you. Everybody is poor. Not minus me. 
You are moving. You are moving. You started with, okay, Lord, I can give you confidence. Five naira. Oh, Lord, you have raised me in glory. I can give offering without thinking about it. Five hundred. You move again. You move again. Not the same level. God wants to move from one glory to another glory. You worship God with your strength and in your full glory and your best position possible. Because you are not impressing anybody and God knows your capacity. He knows your level. You can't deceive him. That's why I say, cause be that man that has a good animal in his stock but gave me the blemish one. I am the greatest and I should be worshipped by all. God knows you. He knows you. He knows your level. You know, God knows what he has done for me today. He knows it. I can't hide it from him. And he knows what he has done for you. He knows the level he has placed you. He knows where you are before. So, and if he asks for anything, he knows maybe you are capable of doing it. So, you are worshipping him with all your glory. Okay, number three. You worship God with your total commitment and attention. First Timothy chapter 4 verse 15. NLT. He said, give your attention to this and your profiting will appear to all. Don't just worship God with a distracted mind. Anytime we say it's time for praise worship, that's not the time to be going to be taking phone outside. I'm saying that once we mini. That's not it. Give God you are anytime we are worshiping him, he's concentrating on us. Have you ever seen somebody singing for the governor? And why he was singing for the governor on a play? He now says, Sir, I have a phone call. Excuse me. Maybe some of you don't know the protocol of being in high places. The former former governor have invited us maybe three or four times. And I know what it is. In the evening, like this, the governor wants to see you. And as we're entering, they said, All phones switch off. All phones switch off. If your phone by mistake should ring, you'll be bound to by security people. They tell you at the gate, excuse me, respect yourself, switch off your phone. The governor is not on seat. By the time the governor come, the phone must not ring. And I thought, okay, for how many minutes? Let me switch it off. My friend, we waited for three hours. The governor has all entered. And we are many. Because it's we that need the governor. The governor does not need us. They just waste. We waited and waited and waited. I said, excuse me. Can I just... I said, you want to go out? You must call me before the governor comes. I say, my wife, I'm escaping. I ran away. But that's not the end. They invited me again and six other people. The governor wants to come to his house right now. Six people. So we moved there. And they say, you know the law? You know the protocol? Your phone must not be. Your, who are? Top people, if your phone should ring, you are in trouble. Please, please respect yourself. The governor will be coming anytime from now. And the governor took his time, chatted, played. There was no single pain phone for all the time that he talked. And when he said, Well, I think you can go. And we left. We got to our car and started opening our phone. Yes, some people say God is important. You come to God, you are receiving call outside. What kind of a year person are you? You worship God with your attention and commitment. That's your strength. 
You worship God with your attention and commitment. You give God attention. He's praise worship. It's not a child play. We are worshiping somebody that is bigger than your father. So you are giving him attention. Lord, I want to respect you. I give you the honor. I will be focused this time around. Anybody that is calling you, you switch it off. I have been calling you. I was in church. And we don't pick phone in our church when we are worshiping God. Sorry. Will soon be true. And I will call you. And when you go to the church, you see self. And please, choir, don't respect anyone that does not respect God. If anybody's in the choir and he goes out to pick phone, tell him to sit in the crowd. He has a lot of things to learn. Don't anybody that does not give God respect and can go out to pick phone. Once you have entered, you are ministering. You switch off your phone. You respect God. And if you go out to pick phone, you don't come back to sit down. Because God is not in respect of any person. He must be honored. We must teach palace protocol if you want to sit with the king. If you want God to honor your prayer, you must honor him. Worship him with commitment and attention. I'm in church now. They are singing. I must be focused. That's what makes great people great. That's what makes them great. They minimize distraction to the lowest level. Once they are having an encounter with God, they are not distracted in any way. They are giving God full attention, full focus. And you now say, oh, God is blessing them. Your attention is as important as your strength. Very important. Rise up on your feet. Because of my time, Maybe when you get home, you can also read Galatians chapter 3, verse 23, and Proverbs 12, 24. Let's raise our hands to heaven and say, Lord, I will worship you with all my strength, with all my might, with all my concentration, with all my commitment, in the mighty name of Jesus. I refuse to be distracted. I will not be busy here and there, doing nothing. I give you all my strength, all my energy. The first and the greatest commandment is that you must love the Lord your God with all your might, with all your mind, with all your strength. He said that is the first and the greatest commandment. Lord, I receive grace to give you all my attention, all my strength, all my energy in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord Jesus, help me not to be distracted. I will give you my attention and my commitment in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, anytime I'm worshiping you, I will worship you with all my glory and all my possession in the mighty name of Jesus. I'm going to worship you with all my glory, all my full potential. That's what I will use to worship you. I will not give back because you deserve the best and I'm going to give you the best. I will worship you with all my glory. All my glory. And all my possible possession on earth. I will. To worship you. With all my glory. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus mighty name we have prayed. Put your hands down. Say father. 
take every weight, every weight, every weight of evil conscience away from my mind. I want to carry light weight. I want to carry clear conscience so that I can be bold in the name of Jesus. Take every weight that might want to weigh me down that will not allow me to manifest my strength. Take it away from my mind. Let my mind be light. Let it be clear of every evil conscience in the mighty name of Jesus. Push me from all form of bitterness, all form of anger, all form of envy. Push me from it, Lord. Let my conscience be clear and clean so that I will not be weighed down while I'm worshiping you in the mighty name of Jesus. Let my mind be focused on you so that I can worship you with my strength, with my might, with my mind, in the name of Jesus. Father, I will worship you with a clear conscience before God and man, in the mighty name of Jesus. My conscience will be clear, my conscience will be clean, free from bitterness and envy, in the name of Jesus. I receive grace to carry light weights. I will not be burdened by condemnation, in the name of Jesus, push my mind from every form of condemnation and sin that doth easily beset me. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. Father, I want to worship you with our strength, with our mind, with our might. Lord, let our praises be accepted to you in Jesus' name. Give us the grace to concentrate and to pay attention and to be committed to you anytime we are worshiping you. Father, help us to worship you with our full potentials and glory in the mighty name of Jesus. Any worry, any condemnation, any sin that is weighing us down, Father, clear us of all those evil conscience in the mighty name of Jesus. Help us to enjoy your presence. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. Yeah.